We're back. Back again, back again after a very long time. The You Get Podcast. Introducing myself, Spree. Ed. Rizzy, Rizzy, Rizzy. Yeah. <laughs> and Melly. Get me. Um, it's been a little while, lads. It's been a little while. Hey, Melly, why are you drinking wine for? This is what I do on a Thursday night. You know, <laughs> sophistication. Upper class. Upper class. I like it. Upper class. I'm just spending my time. I'm just spending my time with my broke boys, isn't it? Calm, isn't it? People <laughs> yeah. taking some time out. Get me. This is my. This is my wine. <laughs> what? Is this? Cloudy lemonade. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy drinking something up, broke boy. What are you looking at? What you I put it in a tumbler as well, so it looks like whiskey. Guys, <laughs> yeah, scary fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back again. Um, want to shout out to our sponsors, Good Man Factory. Um, Good man. It's been helping us out through this 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 time of crisis, this, this hair crisis that we've been going on. I don't know about you, man. How are you, man, feeling about your hair and your beards? You know what? Yeah. What? What? For me, hmm. like I'm not cutting my hair till September. Swear. Yeah, man. Let, let it grow. This is how it's supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to look. You know. Natural. When you're not, yeah, natural. I like it, man. You look fucked up. <laughs> mm. That's what the oppre- that's what the oppressor says. That's, that's what the oppressor says. That's what you, you see indoctrination. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get to what the oppressor does to our people. That's what we're gonna get to. That. Yeah. This is black is beautiful. This is what we're supposed to look like. You know, this is it. This is us. Exactly. This is the longest my hair's been. In, this is my longest my hair's been in time. I love it. Mm. Me personally, I need someone to retwist my hair. Too much regrowth. Mm. You hear that? Good genetics for children. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Yeah, man. Just embracing it, man. Yeah, enjoying it. Throwing it out. Not going to bother Yeah, man. You know how it goes. Rizzy, I swear you got a fade, though. Got a face, though. <laughs> yeah, let, yo, 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 come close to the camera. Let's see your face. Let's see your face. No, let's see your face right now. Let's start. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, destroyed. You done that? No, better than yours, man. Take the headband off. <laughs> hey, <laughs> take it off. Nah, you right, you right, you cool, dude. You right. You the shape yeah, I'm still there after three months. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, the fire is. It's enough. It's enough. It's bad. But yeah, I'm glad we're here now. Like, obviously, this coronavirus thing has kind of locked us off a little bit. Still, yeah, trust me, off, man. Quarantine. Like, I feel like I caught it. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I swear. Huh? Yeah, that obviously that day you told me not to come. The last recording you had at the studio, I was finished, finished, finished. Mm. Mm. Coughs, everything. And you and, and you insist you insisted on coming. That's what's mad. Because I know that you guys are strong in your immune system. <laughs> your immune system <laughs> yeah. very strong. No, 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 no. no, we're good. We're good, Bruce. No <laughs> corona here. I am saying that yeah. Do you think here, if you had that like, symptoms and you go out, would they nick you in a way like, oh, you're trying to spread the thing? It depends because even they're saying that on public transport, you can't board a bus or a train unless you've got gloves or 
a mask from July or something like that. No, I think yeah. it was Monday. On Monday? Yeah. That's yeah, true. so apparently apparently buses or trains, well, I don't know how they're going to stop on a train, but like on a bus, they're like, don't come on unless you've got gloves and a mask. Oh, gloves as well? Yeah, gloves as well. Obviously, you can't transport, innit? That's are, they, are they going to monitor that, though? That's the thing. It's like they said it in vain. Basically, they're saying it, but I, I can see on a bus, a bus driver saying you're not getting on, but then if someone stays on the bus, I don't know what they can do. But train, they, there's no way they can monitor that. Especially, probably get fined and all that stuff. Yeah, but then shouldn't the government be handing out gloves and masks? Like, well, how do you expect these people to get it? You get that. That's 100%. Just make us pay for shit. Annoying. Exactly. So, um, yeah, apparently that's that's the case, isn't it? But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. Coronavirus went down in a in a fiery, fiery death, bro. They just got brushed like that. Brushed. Yeah. But like, it seems like the whole world. I know New Zealand just come out saying they're COVID free, but hardly anyone in New Zealand anyway. Um, but and, yeah, it seems and, like it seems. So what? And Tanzania. Tanzania. Hmm. Mm. They said prayers, this... they've cured coronavirus. They said they cured corona. I don't know. Why you man all smiling? You're trying to get me to speak against, speak against my people, but I won't do that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just reporting the news. That's all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel this way, that's you, bro. That's you. Hey, man, laughing. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. I, I guess that's the segue. So, what? Speaking of news, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. You get <laughs> saying no justice, no peace. <laughs> you know, so you know what's funny? It's, it's it's good that we can laugh at it because, like, what a week or two ago, like my emotions were it was peak. I was feeling real upset about this whole thing, like. Um, but now I'm in a much better place just because I've seen how, as a community, internationally, we've moved and I've been really proud of it, I'll be honest. I feel like this is the most, in, in, my, in my time alive anyway, mm. the most unified I've seen black people around the world Definitely. for one common cause. Um, and not just that, but then the world is paying attention to it. Definitely. That's true. That's true. This is the first time I've seen the world pay attention to it because Black Lives Matter was here when Eric Garner got killed. Black Lives Matter was here when um, Trayvon Martin. Black Lives Matter was a, has been around for years, but for it to go mainstream, regardless of the pushback, but it's gone mainstream now. Mm. You know what I mean? The the crowds that are in these marches around the world is as diverse as any. Trust me. So you see, how you said you felt raw about it, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. as black people, I think that is something that we all live with. I think, you know, like, the back of your mind and deep down, you know these feelings are there. But obviously, to live day-to-day life, you can't walk around with that anger and that, that kind of passion. So it's always sitting there. But when one thing just brings up a little bit, like when you watch a little 12 Years a Slave or you hear one changes from Tupac and that, you start feeling... Yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh. Remember I told you I stopped watching all them slave films? Huh? Remember I told you I stopped watching all them slave films? Why? I can't do it. I can't, bro. It, it makes me feel some kind of way, bro. So I just stopped doing it a time ago. No, I did. I can't be watching films to get pissed off. So what, can, like, can everyone go, go around and we say, like, where were you when you kind of found out or watched the whole 
George Floyd incident. Not to say to minimise, you know, Breonna Taylor, uh, Ahmed Albury, uh, and Beli Mujara. I think I butchered her surname. But where were you when, the, like, literally, when the straw broke the camel's back? When you watched it, uh, was you was you working? Like, what was the feeling that went through your head? Like, how for you? How did it all unravel? I think um, for me, obviously, um, still quarantining at home. Mm. And obviously, now that I'm on Twitter, I'm just following, following, scrolling through because I don't really, who, I don't, like Rizzi said in the previous episode, I don't know who really follows the news generally anymore. Mm. And before, I think I got onto Rizzi when he said he gets most of his news off social media. Mm. But now that I'm more on social media, I, I can see why he does. Like, it's always updating, it's always updating. So obviously, I'm seeing reports, I'm seeing people talking. So I'm starting thinking, like, what's going on? What's going on? And I started researching mm. it. I went to go and watch the vid. So like, okay, mm. so that's what's happening. Next thing I see, this riots. I'm like, okay, like, this is this is proper. Mm. And just to add to that before the next person speaks, the more I stay on social media, I clock how much it affects your emotions, bro. Because from that day forward, bro, like, it was literally draining. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Every day is something some negative energy and it's not negative in the sense of us marching and making our complaints but it's like the pain and the anger mm-hmm. everyone was feeling it and it was like it was transferable mm-hmm. like for like a week straight man start going to bed dreaming about marches and black lives and bruv like it was affecting my sleep mm-hmm. bruv I was getting pissed because like that's, I couldn't stay on social media for too long yeah. and I bumped in the first place but now I've literally gone for like five minutes and I'll come off because I'm like, no, it's too much. It's careful. It's careful. What about you, Riz? Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the video of um, George Floyd now. Really? I've not seen the video. I've seen clips of, obviously, you see pictures of the officer putting his knee on his neck. But I can't watch it because I just don't, I just don't want that energy to be transferred onto me. I already know. I've already seen videos like Eric Garner. So I remember how that made me feel. So why do I need to trigger myself again by watching the video? You get what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone should be able to watch, should even see something so traumatic that it's kind of almost normalised to just mm-hmm. watch a video like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know, I wouldn't watch. You used to see, like, videos like just violence on world star hip-hop back in the day. And I, I used to be the first to be like, just watch it. But just now, I'm just sensitive I can't watch things like that you know what I mean yeah and um I just I'm just seeing how it's made people feel obviously I'm going through Twitter and I'm seeing people that I know friends family mm. yeah people that I know and I see how they've responded to the video and to what's happened and to how the media have reacted to it and what the media are saying and just the headlines that trigger people and it's like yeah, I just I'm, I'm not trying to consume it too much. If you get what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't need to watch the video to understand what's going on. Just by seeing how everybody's responded to the video, that tells me what's going on. Mm, definitely, I can hear that. And my boy will, will call me and ask me, "Oh, have you seen the video? Have you seen the video?" I'm just like, "No, I ain't seen it. I'm, I'm not going to watch it. I refuse to watch it." No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um. For me, you know what you said about the normalizer thing is so true because basically, I saw it and I saw it like I think I must have seen it like maybe, like you said as well, Ed, that social media just quick, quick, quick. 
So I've seen the video, yeah. man, and I've just thought, bro, that's a bit fucked, like, bro, like, and like you said, I'm a bit normalised to it because obviously the Eric Garner thing. I'm like, oh, again, mm-hmm. they've done something mad. I didn't think it was crazy. No, I didn't think it was mm-hmm. mad. Obviously, I'm not gonna downplay what I saw, but it was like, bro, this is what they're doing in America. And then, like you said, yeah. the reactions that just grew from that, it was like, wow. So what I saw really touched people like that. Am I, am I, like, what's wrong with me? Am I a savage or something? But it's what you said. I think all through yeah. the years of watching World Star and seeing them kill people generally, I'm just normalized to it. So when I saw it, I didn't think it was gonna do what it's doing now. Um, and that was yeah. surprising. But yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. I heard it's like a seven minute video, right? Um, what I saw was like four minutes at the beginning, just four minutes. You don't see, you see like four minutes, then you see the cops come after, like you see them after getting handled by the four cops. First you see mm. the one cop, and then the other cop saying everybody stay back, and then you see like yeah. another team. It's mental. Yeah, yeah that's, I just can't watch it, man. It's mad. It's all good. I believe in um, this term, see no evil. And like, I swear to you, yeah, I've probably had like one nightmare in my lifetime. I don't watch horror films as well. I only watch thrillers, so I don't, I can't visualize like a mad team, if you get what I mean. Yeah. But I know for, if I if I'm open to watching videos like that and watching the whole thing and taking it in and trying to analyze it, I'll probably, like, I'll probably be like Edward for the whole week. I'll just be dreaming about a mad team. Mm. But I do think as well, you see what you said, Ed, about the anger came. I think, um, see, when you watch, like I said, I think when you watch these things, this stuff is already in us, bro. I don't think that that pain goes. It just comes back. It just yeah. comes back. Yeah. I think we're all fans. Yeah. It's the blood of our ancestors. Now, for real, I always think about that, you know, the trauma. Because it's in our DNA, apparently. Well, not apparently. It's scientific. Like, when you go through things, it actually changes your DNA. Yeah, for, su- for survival, that. isn't it? Yeah, survival mechanism. Exactly. So think about, just think about what black people have been through in a lifetime. I'm not saying we all come from the same like, stories and like, we've all gone through just... No, we've been, we've been oppressed for hundreds of years now. Yep. Whether you're African or Caribbean, just being black. So what's it down to us? Trust me. I think about little things like, maybe that's the reason why we're just walking our road screwing, screwing. 100%. <laughs> Me and Bree were talking about that the other day, bruv. He's deep. You know I mean? He's Naturally, deep. you're afraid to just screw him. And you're fine. Someone asks you, are you okay? Yeah, 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 I'm good, man. Fam, why are we all screwing? My belief about that is that it's a defense mechanism, like you were saying. Because, like, mm. we don't want to become or seem weak. Mm. Yeah. But already we've got front, like, don't come, don't come test us. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, stuff that we do, we don't clock we're doing it. Mm. We're just in order to keep ourselves safe. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, before we kick off, I've got some facts, yeah? Actually, you know what? Yeah. I'll save these facts for, for when we actually start speaking. For when we start yeah. speaking, yeah? Uh, so, <laughs> obviously, we know what the conversation is going to be about today. But I think the question... That has to um, that I thought of was, do you think it's actually going to be a change from everything that's occurred so far, from all the protests, the marching, and all that stuff? Do you think this time there's actually going to be a change? Do you believe there's going to be a change? So who wants to kick it off? Um, um basically, okay, go if if to quickly answer that, I think if the energy stays up, 
um, then yeah, there's going to be some sort of change. How how far the change will be, that's something we could discuss. But if we keep the energy up, for and I'm talking about days or months or weeks, then yeah, definitely people are going to have to start looking, waking up. Do you know what? Yeah, I believe yeah. that what I've started to realise this week yeah, is that by the, ed- the energy that black people are putting out here is creating tension. Not to say that black people are creating the tension, but the way I see people reacting to it is like, let's, let's start a war. <laughs> so I see racial tension. Like, people have a problem with black people complaining that they're being oppressed. It's mental. Like, you see how crazy to, that is, though? It's mad. Let's like, over, let's, don't, don't ever say his name like that. Let's say my man. Please, don't even put his name on our platform like that. He like said earlier this week, and secondly, I saw a video of um, some black boys getting attacked in Coventry. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Another video of another Karen woman. You know, he's like Karen, that's the name that they're using for. <laughs> Karen, one Karen complaining in America, I'm tired, I'm in, I'm like, I just want things to go back to normal, I've had enough. Like, she's really crying that I'm tired of all the noise that black people are making. Wow. Can we get back to normal, please? Wow. So I just feel like, we're, we're not going to stop talking, that black people are not going to stop talking. Not even black people, because this isn't even a race thing. It's not like black versus white. What I've realised is it's everyone against racism. Everyone against that's injustice, it. all of it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's you know what's so, funny? It's the, race, it's the racist people that make it a race thing. That's what's mad. I shouldn't even say black people, because it's not only black people. Mm. Like, it's actually, I see white people defending... Black people that are, you know, part of the cause, they're fighting as well. So we can't say... Some people um, do complain. It's because they personally feel attacked. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because when we talk about um, racism, we're usually talking about white oppressors and white systematic racism and um, white privilege. So people that don't consider themselves racist or don't want to admit that they have white privilege or anything like that, they're personally feeling attacked and they're probably thinking, but I'm not racist. Why is it still going down? They just want it to end so that they can either put their head back in the sand and pretend don't exist or because they are racist and they're not liking that people are speaking up. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I just feel like some people are just, they don't like how the light has been shown on them and they don't want to admit that there's a real issue because to admit there's a real issue means you are a part of the problem if you're not a part of the solution. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And some people just want to live their everyday to everyday lives without thinking about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hundred percent. So, nope. so no, I'm just going to close off what I was saying, basically. Yeah. So, just by seeing the like people fighting the cause, mm. I just feel like, can it be maintained? You understand? Can mm. we keep this? Energy? Is it going to create a race war? Is it going to... Like, how bad is it going to get? Very important question. Very important. What do you think? Do you think there'll be change? I think there's already been change. Um, and I can speak from my own point of view. Um, for me, it's been a case of... Um, like, when I saw that video, that the context in which I saw the video was that, like, you know, I was asked. It was a long day. I was, uh, you know, I just caught up with my boy. 
I got home. I had heard about this George Floyd thing. And then I thought, okay, let me, I'll just watch it on YouTube. Not the clip, but I was watching like a, not a news, but one, someone that I, I get my information from on YouTube, innit? Yeah. Um, and they, they kind of splashed the clip. And whilst I'm watching the clip, I'm looking at the comments, right? Yeah. And as soon as I'm hearing, I can't breathe, I'm reading a comment that's saying, dude was calling out for his mum. Mm. And a tear came out my eye mm. because, and I'm not a very emotional person. I think the last time I cried, it's crazy. This year, I've cried more times than I've cried in the last several, like with mm. Kobe dying it's, and then, then with this happening. And it's weird because it's like my empathy goes to, a, to a, the next level. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm so sad that it's happening to someone else. Mm. And I, I see, the reason why the tear fell is because I realized that. Man knew he was going to die. For him to call out for his mother, that's instinctive. Mm. And to find out that his mum died two years ago, oh, the, the waterworks, mate. The, the tears fell. And I've never felt so much pain from looking at Because this has been happening in America for years, in the UK for years. But this pain was different because it was like, you have to remember, in context, a week before, I had just found out about this whole Central Park woman, you know, call, like somewhat har- harassing a black man, saying, I'm going to call the police and say an African-American yeah. man mm-hmm. is harassing me. I had just watched this clip last week. You, have, you, have, you understand? Yeah. Cool. Now, the, the following week, before we watched George Floyd, I've heard about someone I wasn't even close to, but I heard they passed and it was a young person. So that's already on my mind as well. And I'm hearing about stuff like this Breonna Taylor, someone just burst into a house and killed her. And remember, two weeks beforehand, I've just found out about um, Ahmed Aubrey, um, Aubrey, sorry, um, being just murdered on the street by two white men. And then Belly, who got spat at and died from. So all of this is in my subconscious, you understand? Mm. And then the George Floyd thing just, it just brought all the emotions that it's like, how can as a people we can be so hated, so disrespected? And it hurt me. Um, and one of the first things I, I did in the company I work for is I reached out to them and said, yo, like we need to speak on this. And they spoke on it and it was done poorly. You might know that like, I, I voiced my frustrations and, and why I think change will be change is going to happen and change will stick is because I've got a meeting with, you know, the director of our HR because one thing I feel like this is happening is that there's been an awakening. Mm. Regardless of if we say, I don't think anyone can go back to sleep, regardless of outside the black community, but I think black people, black Brits, black Americans, blacks all over the world have woken up. So that's why I think change has happened. If we're speaking about change of, do you think, Change will change how black people are treated. Yeah. I've hand on heart, I can't promise that. Because to yeah. this day, there's still neo-Nazis. Mm-hmm. You understand? Even after the abomination of Hitler, it, it doesn't change. There will always be the new generation of people that will hate us. As soon as we accept that, it's, mm-hmm. but what will change is the community itself. I'm seeing people outly speaking about the black economy, about withdrawing your money I'm seeing initiatives like the pull up initiative making companies come and say this is how many black employees we have and I'm doing my part to do it at the company 
I'm at currently. And I hope anyone that's watching is doing it as well because we all need to do it. We all need to hold these companies accountable because if we're not, then we, we, we have to come together because at the end of the day, in, we can only speak for the UK. We don't have HBCUs. And by that, I know you, man, understand it. That's historical black colleges. We don't have that in like the US where it's like mm. this dedicated education system that are dedicated to educating mm. black people. We don't have that. We all go to all these different universities. We don't have a black law firm. We don't have, or as far as I'm aware, maybe we do. We don't have uh, black corporate insurance. We don't have that black-owned sort of thing, you understand, where we could all go where our talent can be utilised. So we have to hold these companies accountable. We have to. And for me, that's where change happens because I want everyone to understand that watches this, and you, man, as well. Change is always happens at the grassroots level. It doesn't happen from the government level. Boris Johnson is not going to change the country and how they see us as black people. You understand? It comes from every single one of us. Every single one of us. Hmm. Question, though. I think, I, think, I think change will happen. I think change has happened. So, really, Wait, question. Question, yeah. But, oh, many, do you, do you, do you, do you and, and for the rest of the year, do you, man, think that, like, this, that, do, you, do, you, do you think that things will change from here, as in, like, Black people are woke now. There's no guy back to sleep. Yeah, so <clears throat> I was going to say that I'm actually not sold that there's going to be change yet. Mm. Now, I do feel like there's little steps to be made, so that is a form of change. But like Millie was saying, the change that we really want and we're looking to, I'm not sold mm. yet. And to even get that real change, there's a lot of things we have to do. And mm. these little processes are important, but there's really, really big things we need to tackle in order for there to be real change in racism, and especially systematic racism. Now, going back to Rizzi's question about do you feel like now people are awake, are they going to go back to sleep or not? Again, I'm not sure, because right now, this is not the first time it's like a cycle. People get outraged, they complain, then they go back to sleep. The only difference I could say is the outrage I've seen and the way people are moving I can't lie, I haven't seen it like this in a very long time. Do you know what I'm trying to say? People are making more noise than I've ever seen all over the world. They're um, promoting, even in the UK, everyone, black business, black owned, let's hold these people accountable. Look at people like Melia. None of us have done that before. All the um, protests and even, um, what's it called again, petitions. But again, we, we get outraged for a time being. Is it going to last? Because it's hard to keep that energy. Even like today in the last few days, you can see it down down a little bit. And then people will try and resurrect it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But I don't know. I need to see how we are, let's say, in October. That will, then I could tell you if or not people keep the same energy. October's a long time, though, bro. I mean, if it you know. then, that, that for me, because basically, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but you've got to remember, you see what I've, one thing I've realised, the link that maybe we're forgetting. The generation that does these things... So this kind of energy is what I was seeing when I'm looking and looking at Malcolm X and all these yes. people. That's the energy, and you see that whole generation. They were all on this. Not one person wasn't awake. Everybody was awake, and I feel yeah. going forward, it, you can't go back. Everyone's going to be awake to this. But who knows if this is going to continue from here? That's no, what three, you know, I'm scared of as well. Yeah. What was our biggest advantage this year? COVID. Mm. It was a silent, it was a silent blessing. It allows people to raise their voice, and not get distracted by the things of society and life. Now, when the Russians are opening up, when bulls returning, when you have to go and do swagoo, swagi, 
<laughs> are people keeping this energy? Are people going to say, let me go buy a black home clothes? Or are you going to buy Gucci and Louis V? You get it? It's true. We're going to go back to Novikov as soon as the, as the economy opens. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Black people are saying they're not buying blackhead oh, um, owned care products. But now you've got Bull to go to. Have you got time to be looking to see and doing research to say, oh no, this is not black home? <laughs> Bro, oh, let me go and have a look to see for the bull. You get it. I need, nah. to collect. I need wife to collect. Nah. I hear you, so, I hear man. You, I'm not saying it's fake, but we're in a, right now, we're in a time, like, it's like a, them science fiction, like a quantum, whatever, say, loop, whatever, yeah. like. Alternate reality. Yeah, we're outside of our normal comfort. So it's easy for us to have this energy and keep it up. Mm. But what happens when we're faced with the everyday task of reality, going to work? Um, just mm. your, um, entertainment, everything like the normal rush, rush of life. Right now, everything's been slowed down, so I think it's got either one or two ways. Either it's gonna carry over in the sense that we're gonna be complaining for so long, it's gonna become ingrained in us. Mm. And it's like if you do something for so long, it says after a certain amount of time, it becomes a, a habit. Yeah. So we might have that on our side because of the time, it might become a habit where people are researching. XYZ, people are thinking before they do XYZ, or when life hits again, people forget and go back to everyday things. So oh. I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying, but um, I, I am happy with what I'm seeing so far. Do you mind think that we're going back to the like, old way of like, where we used to live before COVID 19? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think so. I don't think it's ever going to... I don't think the world, the, world, yeah. the world will never be the same again, regardless of this. Of, exactly. Of, um, George Floyd. The world is never going to go back to how we knew it used to be. Exactly. That's the fact. That's, the fact. that's, why, that's why I'm surprised that you, man, are, are saying that you're not so sure about change. Regardless, society's not going to go back to how it used to be. We've got, like, 2019 was the last time life will ever be like that. Even simple stuff like the whole congestion charge. Like, <laughs> like yeah. life is not going to go back to how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not, going to be you know, I'm not talking that. Pre like this, everyone's been locked down for a period of time, like a few months. Yeah. Just look at London and on its own. After a while, people got tired. They don't care no more. People are bullying. People are having block parties. Even the protests itself, people forget about COVID. Like, there is no talk of, um, talk of COVID as much. And even when it is talk of COVID, is Boris saying stuff like, we can have a barber with a few people. Hmm? People are thinking this thing is gone. Some people, I'm hearing people tell me this shit ain't real. I will say... What happens, I'm, go on. When, what happens when the cold marks come from September? Yeah. You see? And it comes I didn't, back. I didn't hear you. Can we keep that same energy of let's link up? No, no, no. Get me. Huh? But, but, but Rizzy, Rizzy... On that point here, I'm hoping by that time, it's indoctrinating ourselves that, okay, we've done the protest, but it's us, and either you're with us or you're on the other side. Regardless, we don't need to protest to you. One of the key things I take away from this is the awakening. I don't need white people or anyone that's not uh, Asian or black. or I don't need to convince them. If they're, not, if they're not with us, they're not with us. But one of the key things that will instigate change is how we see ourselves. That's the thing that I care about. Mm. You know what I'm that's, what, that's what's going to change the community. Boris Johnson or Sadiq Khan, they're not going to change the community. It's mm. got to be how we perceive ourselves. Mm. And I feel like by October, if you're still blinded to the fact of you're not making a conscious effort or thinking about, hmm, 
black business or because I thought there was just a viral there's a viral tweet that went through about you know, Supermalt, Cantu, all these companies that you know black people consume of. It's everyday stuff. We don't we don't have to go lavish and talk about fashion, black fashion. No, just everyday stuff. People were surprised that oh, it's not black owned, but you know, black um, supermarket is synonymous with black people. Mm. And I and I thought to myself, going forward, not that you need to buy a, a black owned supermarket, but you have to be conscious about okay, how, who does hair products for black people? What? What? Riz, what are you saying? Riz, you're cutting out a bit. Shit, man. Yeah, yeah I hear you now. Yeah, that's what hurt me the most, that, that people didn't know that these companies weren't black-owned. Like, to me, that rattles me. But then I think to myself, okay, cool, because I'm a businessman and I've got my company and my brands, I have that. I don't know, I just it's just naturally... You have that awareness. For me to just look at whatever I'm consuming. Mm. But it's, it's, just, it's just like, how can you not know that the things you use are not black-owned? But you have to deep it. People are just buying what they need. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Exactly I, won't say I, I won't say that everything you buy has to be black-owned. I agree. It doesn't have to be. It's uh, important. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. No, you, I'm not like, saying you're saying that. Oh, okay. Well, just, no, I'm just saying that. that. Yeah, go on. There's got to be a balance. Yes. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, okay, cool. Me, I'm, an, I'm Nigerian, yeah. Mm. Every Nigerian party I go to, there's a supermarket on the table. Mm. How the hell can I just think Raw supermarkets just there at the party and not even think to think, oh, who created supermarket? Why do we? How did we start drinking supermarket? Do you get what I mean? Mm. People don't feel like that. Everyone don't feel like that, do they? Nah, no. People always. don't care. The supermarket's a supermarket. Yeah. Who made it? Who did but it? You know, yeah. And you know what, Israel? I, I kind of agree with these man really because it's like if we're gonna keep it a buck, right? None of us here believe in uh, slave labor, right? Mm. But we all have what iPhones. Apple phones, Samsungs, bro. I don't know about that, these bro. are, bro. but that's what I'm trying. It's the same because, it, bro. Who do you think builds the phones? Mm. Who do you think get the cobalt to? Who do you think mines the cobalt for for these phones to be built? Bro, it's is, all slave. It's them. all slave labor, fam. Mm. Like if if yeah. we're gonna keep it a buck, like I get you're saying that. How can people be drinking Superman and not know it's black owned? But then do people know the phones that they're using? Is is built by what, five-year-olds, like people committing suicide. Like, it's a sort of thing that when we're consuming, there is an element of, I'm buying this because I need this. You understand? Mm-hmm. Until it becomes something like a diet where it's like, oh, I'm buying no, no, this because, I'm, you know. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that you should boycott it because it's not black-owned. I'm just mm-hmm. saying be aware. Like, be aware. Okay. No, I, I mean? But I think... Um, then yeah. you will deep, okay, wait, hold on. Like, most of these things that we use, they're not black owned. Mm. So more people use their heads to think, okay, well, well I don't, I'm, I'm going to take it upon myself to create something that is black owned for, 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 for black people. Mm. You know what I mean? Because Definitely. one thing we all are aware of, a lot of the things we use or we purchase from are from people of other races. Mm. They cater to us, which is a shame. It don't make sense. But then sometimes, like Rizzi is, maybe it is out there, Remember we had an argument before in another um, conversation about the plantain chips. Mm. <laughs> and we're complaining that um, white people have now tried to make it something of their own. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. If we don't do the research, we don't know what else is out there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? 
I think this is the type of awakening that's important. So I'm not saying boycott anything that's not black on. That don't make sense. Mm-hmm. That's what but I'm saying. I'm not saying that. Like, alternative. No, I'm not saying new reason. I'm just saying general. Because you see people... I'm like, but there could be an alternative. There could be something else that you can put your money to. Because I think me as three, we're having a conversation. And for me, uh, I think Spree agrees with me, is that in order for there to be real change here, it comes down to economic power. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Now, for me, this is my um, how I believe. I think there's two forms. The first one, I think, is the most unrealistic, which is we need economic power back home. And when I say back home, I mean in all our countries of origin, whether mm. it's Ghana, Nigeria, Jamaica, mm. Barbados. You know what I'm saying? Back home. And the reason for that is, let's give an example. When the black people were being attacked in Nigeria, um, China, remember people saying that people back home should be speaking up, mm. but they weren't. Because they haven't got a voice. They ain't got power. They're not respected. Mm. Do you want to try and say Now, if you had like a black Brit or black American in China, mm. yeah, same thing is um, less likely to happen. Not because they're black, but because they know they're British mm. or they're American. They have the power the passport. behind them. The passport has power. Yeah. So now, listen, if something fucked up happens in the UK or America or whatever, we haven't got our country back home yeah. to support us. We need to build an economic power back home to a point where we're respected where they need us. So even if they don't rate us, you can't chat to us. Do you mm. get what I'm trying to say? Mm. You know that, we, right now they don't need us, they don't rate the countries back home. Mm. They're taking from them still. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Now, I feel like, in order for that to happen, it comes down to people of Western knowledge taking knowledge back home and building the infrastructure there. Mm. But I don't see the likelihood of that happening, especially when you need the rich and famous powerful to really do that. And I was thinking, I was talking to someone who's like, example, LeBron James. He grew up in America, yeah? And he had to struggle to the point of where he is now. To ask someone of that status to go back to a country of origin to start again, that's a whole new struggle that they have to go through. They've already fought one struggle. Do you really think they want to start again? So putting that pressure onto black people with money and power, I feel is unrealistic. And especially when you look at countries like America, the smartest thing they've ever done is to destroy the history. Most Americans don't know what, uh, the country of origin. Mm-hmm. So they are Americans. They haven't got a home to go back to. Do you get what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So that's when it comes back to the second plan, which is you've got to build an economic community within that country you're in, whether it's America or the UK, do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Which comes back to the conversation we're having where we need to keep money in the black community to a point where Again, regardless if you hate us or you don't rate us, you need us. Because we're ready. We know the black power and black people's buying power or spending power is amazing. But we don't keep it in our own community. It comes in and out so quickly. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We need to build a community of ours where it's powerful and we're respected. But again, little things like supporting black businesses, black businesses keep, keep, all that stuff is, that stuff is a big first step. A big first step. Um, also, uh, what's that reason? Yeah, also, also, like even like people like me, for for example, with my businesses, yeah. When people uh-huh. are putting money in the black-owned business, people like myself have to make sure that I'm giving up, you know, like contracts to, you know, black. black so, for example, like um, just say the PR, for example, I would find a black-owned business or someone who does PR. And mm. give the money back to them. That's how we mm. make the money circulate. I'm not gonna just get the money now and then just go and start spending the money with like 
I would do anything in my power. It's about thinking consciously. Okay. I can I pay someone, give my, I'd rather pay someone who looks like me than paying someone who doesn't even rate me because of the same amount of Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, Ask a question there, is it, yeah? Everyone has their role, like, I think, to, to, sorry, before you to, go on, I think, to, yeah, one thing you've got to remember is, um, it's not even just that. It's about, I feel a lot of people sell out and it's not a bad thing to sell your company, but a lot of people get approached by, you know, this Donny whose company is not, offend, it's not representing no one and they're showing them big bucks and then before you know it, they're just selling their thing off yeah. quickly when they can keep it themselves and like you said, work with others around them to kind of build it up themselves, but that unity is mm-hmm. not there. And another point, Ed, I'll go back to, you know what you're saying about Africa? I think one thing yeah. you, you've got to really remember, yeah, is the, there are capable people back home Oh, but yes, the leaders, the leaders. I agree. If the leaders are not going to make a change back there, then any effort to go back or any effort to do anything in the country will just be useless, bro. Will be but useless. They'll still be giving but their that, money to this oil company. Huh? But you think someone like, because think about it, they've built their own culture and own way of doing stuff back home. Yeah. Don't you think it needs to be someone like ourselves to go back and maybe not be the one in power, but help those in power to say, no, we can't be doing this. We're no. doing this. I think so, but you know, I always think about. I think these men know. They know there is no way they're sitting there in their country, seeing all. When even when I went back home myself and saw how fucked bare people are, they see this stuff. Mm. It's corruption. They know. It's greed. They're aware. It's 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 there's bare things that basically. It's, um, I'm a bit against what um O'Malley said about not against. I'm, I'm definitely from a grassroots level, but also from a higher level. These people at the top need to make changes. I can't believe that these people are still selling their resources. For pennies, I can't believe these people are still letting people. Call pennies, them. pennies on the dollar, pennies on Trust the dollar. Me. It's absolutely mental. The question is, the question is, do they have a trust? Though I don't think they do. They do. If you it back, understand it, it how deep it is, they can't. They can't stand against the the petrol dollar. They can't. They they have to do what America says. No, but this, just how, no, but this is where I think it's a bit different. When you read about Gaddafi and what he was planning to do in terms of Africa, in terms exactly. of making it one nation. It's exactly what you just said, Riz. It's exactly what you said. They're not looking at their brother to work with. Okay, yeah, let me work with I'm... Tanzania. Let me work he's with dead. Kenya. Let me work with Barbados. Let me work with Trinidad. That's why he's dead. No, but this is what I'm that's saying. That's where dead. it needs to change. Hey. That's why it needs to change. Dead. Because you can't say, we need to do it ourselves here and we don't do it back home. That's no, what I'm going to say. I'm just saying, the only reason I said that's a second option because I don't see the likelihood of the first option coming into play. Yeah, if it yeah. Passes, I don't know if I'm ever going to live to see it. Do you okay. get what I'm saying? Sure, you're so if we can't do it back home or help them do it back home, we've got to start off here. Mm. You know what it is as well, yeah? We, they might not even listen to us because we're not coming back with money. Maybe if we start putting money here and growing our own money, they'll go back. We have a voice mm. to listen to. Mm. It's all about money. That's what it comes down to, power and money. Because remember I was talking to you, I heard something where I think the British were loaning an artifact back to, I think it was even Ghana or something, it was an African country. It was an artifact that they had taken from them during the war. So how are you loaning it back to them? And they're going to give it back, you know? It's crazy. No, you're both right. I would say, yeah, yeah no, it's mad. I would say, Riz and Ed, you're right in that sense, yeah? Because you know what? Um, I was reading something today and I found out that, you know, the Chinese, this, the, uh, the, this, this poor, the, the Chinese people outside of China at one point were making more money for the, than the entire country itself. Deep, that kind of madness. And that money was going back to China. 
So definitely, yeah. I definitely hear what you guys are saying. We could definitely do that. That would definitely be viable. Definitely. The Chinese government are powerful, though, man. They've been powerful. powerful yeah, but that's, a, that's, that's, not a demo- yeah, that's not a democracy. That's a, a communist state. No, so. but that's not the point. The point is the people outside of China who aren't living yeah. under that communist rule were making yeah. more money together and putting into their economy than the actual country was doing itself. Yeah, but you have to understand because it's a case of like, if you're from that country and you move out or you're second generation, that communist culture follows you. You understand? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're not thinking of a Western mindset. They're of the mindset of the motherland. It's the same with Russians. That's why they call it the motherland. Mm. You, the language is synonymous yeah. with everyone, but they yeah. genuinely believe everything should go back to the motherland. Mm. You're just crazy. You understand? I don't know many black people that are patriots. Yeah. Because these people love their country. We don't usually love our country if we live in the Western world. And most of us, as much as say we love our country back home, don't really want to go back. So we, we ourselves are people without a flag. Mm. But, you, but you know what, Ed? To, 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 to that point, right? To that point, you have to understand here, it, it cascades down. You're in this country because your parents moved here, had you, now, I can't speak for everyone, but in most cases, it's because there was a better opportunity here, regardless if there was wealthy back home, but there was a better opportunity here for they, for that, they felt to have you here. Why else, why else would, you, would you marry here, have children here, and not raise them back home? Why else? Really, as well. So, so, for, so for us to be like, you know, we're not patriotic, we don't, we don't look back home, we have to understand the fact of the matter is that in most cases, because our countries were raped, pillaged, looted, they left a permanent damage in our infrastructure, whereby our parents felt like we couldn't get the best education here. Why do you think, and it's not just Africa, why do you think Chinese, Africans, uh, uh, Asians, yeah. they, the richest, where do you think they send their children? Do you think they send them to their domestic universities? No, they all send them to the UK to be educated. And then what they do after, when they're really wealthy, then they go back to their country. That's how it's supposed to be done. But that's what I'm saying. When they are really wealthy, they go back to their country. When they go back to their country, either they join the party that their parent is an MP of, or they join to work for their parent's company. That's how it works. What about the super rich? You understand? We've got a friend. That's just like that. Was educated with us, alongside us. And where he went back. Do you understand the difference? True. We've got a real life example. And, and, and it's, it's difficult to say, because I know you're saying, oh, you know, we need to economically empower the countries we're from. These countries in and of itself, they are in trouble. You know? Whether it's they're still receiving aid from the US or the UK, or they're taking out brand new loans from Russia or China. They are in trouble. And, right. and no matter Sorry, but Sorry, go ahead. you're right. And that's what it's sad. And that's why I said, I don't know if we'll ever see real change. Because from time we're still dependent on Western countries and all that stuff. Why are they going to look at us different? Because something, um, spree, I think, I don't know who said it about generationally, you've got to change the mindset. Mm-hmm. Of those, so it's not like it's only black people are pushing this. You see white people marching with us, Asians, all people different types of color marching, but their parents or their parents' parents might not think like them. 
So it does take, it's going to take a long time for pass down generationally. But in the meantime, it's like, if we're still depending on them, even if people start to change on the grassroots, people are there still going to be thinking, well, who are these people? We don't need them. We just use them. You know what's mad? Mm-hmm. This is why that question is so important about the change. Why it's such a, like, a good question to ask. Because um, from seeing everything that we said, I feel that we've, especially, okay, I'll just say for black people, our biggest hurdle, and we've spoke about this bad times, is this, bro. Until this has changed, it's going to be very hard to even change any systems. And I feel that our minds are so warped and so have been so indoctrinated, so systematically destroyed that it's very hard for people to see any other kind of of way, if that makes sense. So, you know, like what you guys are saying, it's crazy. It's like it starts here. Because you see all the countries you're mentioning, they know all this stuff. They know, they see things for what it really is. They know what's happening. We're going to come here. Mm-hmm. These men don't like us. So let's do what we can here and then leave. But for us, I don't know. This, but this plays into, and like, it gets even deeper. And this is why I don't want to go too deep. But it gets so deep because it's colonization, imperial Britain, yep. slavery. It's all these years of being held down and being... Breaking us down. Can, can I give you the figures that I had? Well, this well, stuff is, is, is a lot. When I read it, I was fucking shocked. So, we've got 400 years of slavery. Do you know what 400 years is? It's four centuries, yeah? In those years, you have 13 to 17 million Africans enslaved, bro. Just in the Atlantic trade. When we talk about the global figure, about people going to the Arab countries... It rises to 60 million people, fam. One in six of those dying on a boat, yeah? If there was disease or outbreaks on a boat, that's half of the people were dying. And that's around the world. So you're looking at like maybe 30 million people dying. King Leopold himself killed 20 million Congo, 10 to 20 million Congo people. You had five to six million people wiped out in Ethiopia. Two million people wiped out in, in Algeria. One to two million people killed in the Zululand. And in South America and the native um, and the Native Americans, you have 8 to 14 million people killed. We're talking about numbers of about 100 and something million. And then when you type in the worst genocides on, on, on Google, guess what you get? You get General Mao, who killed 78 million people in his own country. You get Stalin, mm. whose hunger led to 23 million. You get the Holocaust, which I'm not going to lie, I feel, I feel for their pride and I feel for all of that, but they killed 10 to 17 million people. We're talking about 120 million people. And the maddest thing about all of this is that Britain, as you can see, are proud of this past. They've killed 120 million people nearly, and they, they think that's something to be proud of. So how do you battle people that are proud of stuff like this? And it's really like that, because I, I didn't know this until recent. It's like some of our taxes know that it's going to families of slave traders because they had to pay them out when they abolished slave. Because it wasn't economically viable no more. It's about money. Don't they rating us now? It's all about money. People need to question it. Like if all black people in the UK gather and question that, that I'm sh- that, that would have got scrapped a long time. And it was even mad. A lot of people didn't know. And that's my, that's what I get frustrated by. It's just like, how can this stuff be out there and just? But bro, you know, again, you know why they're smart? Sorry, you know why they're smart? Because, like, it's, again, it's about education. We live in their countries. They're going to teach their history and what they want us to learn. This is it. Because deeper, yeah, even if you deep, like, American history, they will actually talk about slavery and stuff like that. But they'll 
You know what I'm saying? Water it down a bit. Take it, take it up. In Britain, they don't really like to talk about it. Like, if you look at our history classes, they talk about King Henry, all that shit, their history, they barely touch on black slavery. That's they don't want to admit it. If you admit it, that also comes down to you owe us. Ownership. They don't want to oh, pay. Think about it. All the people that have been enslaved and fucked over have received reparations. That's why they were allowed to at least make some kind of change mm. for generations. Mm. We were never paid a penny. And then after that, when we did start to build stuff, for example, Black Wall Street, they burn it down. When people like the Gaddafi starts doing stuff like Krino One Nation, they destroy that. Because they don't want us to build anything. Because they're scared of it. And this is why I said at the beginning that if we carry, keep on with this energy, look at what it's creating. Mm. As in, like, they're just thinking, up, I'm not having it. Like, these black people need to keep quiet or this noise about mm. racism, it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what's the next? I'm just thinking in my head. I'm just thinking, what's the next tactic that they're going to put in place to shut all of this down? What you know, I think it is. I think they started already. You know, when they're doing stuff like taking down certain statues of slave traders and stuff like that, certain yeah. people are like, oh, look, things are happening. Don't be fooled. That's a small L for them to take yep. for everyone yeah. to shut their mouths. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, something I think I don't know who said it, but even if we don't see a great change. If there's a change in mentality only, when we start to build a real community, because that's the scariest thing, a real community, whether it's keeping money in the community, whether it's just being friends with each other, like building where we have each other's backs, I think that's a great, great first step. I think that's the best, that'll be the best that I can see this year. And I don't think here that black people should shut up. You see the noise that we're making now? Just be consistent with it. Consistent. So just be consistent. And that whole making people feel uncomfortable, I stand for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Make everyone feel uncomfortable. <laughs> feel free. Oh. Send an email to whoever are we in your workplace and, and, and question things. Don't, don't be afraid from questioning yeah. things. 100%. Make, do you get what I mean? Like, if we all keep that energy... No, damn, damn right. Like, play that race card. Oh, don't play the race card. I'll play it every time, bro. I'll play the race card. Be proud of who you are. Because we might not do it on purpose, but a lot of us sometimes don't like to be proud of what we, we act like we are when around each other. But when we're around each other, we hide it. For example, in the workplace, mm. like, for example, your hair, and you, you, um, you look like you want to change it to be suitable to the Western society. And because we're scared, you won't get a job and all that stuff. Or when you're around white people, quiet your voice. Just, I remember I've take, take take the bass out of your voice. Yeah. Like, I'm not a black <laughs> activist, but I'm pro-black. And what I mean by that is, for example, I've always said, you know, when people say I'm at work, I have work decorum. I have a standard how you should behave in the workplace, regardless of you're white around whites, blacks, or Asians. Cool. But if you try me, I don't give a fuck if I look like an angry black man. Don't piss me off. And I keep that yeah. energy. And I don't care. Because I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am. Hundred. Again, it's like even me growing my hair. One of the reasons I've done it was because I just wanted to grow my hair. There was no real physical reason. But I remember someone eventually when I was thinking about cutting it was saying you should cut it because if you look for a new job, they won't hire you. If you know how much that pissed me off, and you know I'm stubborn. Yes, I'm going to keep, keep, keep growing it just yes, to prove a point. Yeah, I'm going to keep growing it now. I would say as well. I think it's very important as well. We educate the youth and educate everyone around us as much as possible. Keep that stuff going on as well. Because yeah, like I've right. said to you, these men have killed 100 and 
or messed up 120 million lives. Nobody in the history of this planet since it's been recorded has done anything like that. We have to keep reminding them, you man, are, that, that stuff, that ancestry stuff you're proud of is the worst thing that's ever existed. It's the most evil yeah. thing that's ever existed under the sun, bro. 120 yeah. million. When I read it, my mind is blowing. They will never you know, talk about it, though. You know who I fully respect? Um, I don't know if you don't watch it, but I watch something called Undisputed. It's an American mm. like, sports show, isn't it? Talk mm. about basketball, all the sports. Mm. Uh, the host, um, Sean Sharp, that guy's unapologetically black. When I say he'll talk his sports, but he'll come and talk politics and give, he will say everything with Vim. He'll say mm. what white people have done, why you're yeah. uncomfortable. He will say it with Vim, and he has no shit yeah. about it. And we need that energy. That energy. Yeah, and yeah. his co-host. Yeah, exactly. Hundreds. And his co-host, who's white, Steve Bayless, I respect him so much. He keeps the same energy where he backs the team, and at the same time, he'll ask questions to understand. And he'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And that's what we need. Don't be afraid of what people might say, oh, you shouldn't. Fuck that, bruv. Fuck that on the level. We got too many coons in the, in the community, man. There's too many coons. When you say that word, yeah, I don't want to repeat it because it's fucked, isn't it? But what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Expl- explain, explain that type of person that's part, that is yeah. of our colour but it's, it's not of our people. Remember what I said, of Black our colour but not of our people. Black people are complaining about being oppressed. There's mm. just that one black person who will go and stand on the other side and say, you lot are doing moving mad, you lot are doing this X, Y, Z, you know. I don't think things are bad and you guys are over-exaggerating. Well, where, where, where have you seen this, though? Where, where have you seen this sort of... Candice Owens. Double, double agent. Even, I'm, not, I'm not naming names, innit? Because if I start yeah. now... Yeah. Get me. I'm not and these Owens, I will say the name I'll for you. Name, I will name one name that's outside the community. Yeah. Okay. That pretty. For that bitch, man. Who? I say that with checks. Who? See her? <laughs> Who? Oh my god. Pretty, pretty Patel. Patel. Oh, the home secretary, the home secretary. for the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, it's like everyone they pick to do that. Oh, what is what the hell are they? They're slivering animals. Yeah, the puppy, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Listen, that woman here, she's a puppy. Oh, it's like like someone says, yeah, tweet that, like say that, like say this in the media. Money like, she's being told to say. Funny, like, how much money, like man? <laughs> it needs someone like that because then it makes. Yeah. It's like your own person saying this. She's yeah, she's playing the bad cop. It's it's too obvious to add this. Thing, she's getting away with. We've also got that in the black community as well. Understand? Mm. You know what's funny, yeah? We can talk about this for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Mm. I, know, I think we're gonna have to round up soon, but yeah. it looks like we might be back. I think the next conversation we need to have in the next episode because I don't think this conversation that we can have over just one episode. Yeah. Yeah. This conversation we need to really have about community and what it means. Because I've heard a lot of things where people are saying stuff like mm-hmm. black on black crime, what about stuff like that? And do you know what, yeah? What I personally say to that is it's true, but it's not the time to speak on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I don't even process black on black crime. I think it's more of a um, class and issue, not a racial issue. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, 
it's going to be a conversation we need to have because if we're trying to build this community, we can't afford to even have people pointing and saying, but well, look at that. That's a distraction. No, yeah. no Exactly, because if you deep it, I think I had a conversation with you, man. Mm. There's white white crime. There's Asian Asian crime. There's black. You know what I'm saying? But the difference is, we're here fighting, saying we're not treated fairly. We haven't got the luxury to yeah. say to have internal wars because they will point to that and say, "But look at that. That's not the new mm. strength. We need to come together." And that's a whole another conversation that we need to have. I want to say one thing as well. When I um. When I was saying about education, I didn't really explain myself properly. When I mean about education, I mean like when your people around you, when you're, you've got a little cousin, you've got a little brother, you've got a little nephew, teach him about the Moors. Teach him stuff that you didn't get to learn till after you left school. Teach him about our Kabbalah. Teach mm. him that the name Africa doesn't come from us. There was a Roman general that was called Africanus, and he said that's what it's called. Teach him that, okay, Hitler was a bad guy, but you know who really fucked your people up? It was these imperialist Western Europeans. So Hitler might have been mad and did a crazy thing in Europe, but it didn't affect you as an... Well, it affected the world, but it didn't affect you as an African per se. You know what I mean? The people that affected you, like I said, 120 million people killed, your real enemy, the ones that you should be learning about that, rah, this happened before, don't let it happen again, is Western powers, imperialism. And, and that's big, that. well, that's biggest facts is because we can't expect to be... Even though... America, the UK, we can actually say it's our country as well because without black people, it wouldn't have been built to stay in was. They need us. They use us. Do you know what I'm saying? I think, going back to that guy, Shannon Sharp here, he said something. He goes, when you hire someone to do a job for you, it's either because of A, you can't do it yourself, or B, you don't want to. Mm-hmm. So they had black people do their work for them. So it's either because they couldn't do it or they didn't want to. Hundred. I'm saying so without us, they wouldn't be where they are now. So, in a sense, mm. in our country, but in the day, it's not. Mm. But we can't expect them to teach the history exactly we want, we want to know and learn. So, exactly. it's up to us to self educate ourselves, exactly. educate our cousins, our brothers, our sisters with our knowledge. Give them the books. We have to go out of our way. Jesus wasn't white. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Jesus is black. You know what I mean? Put that wow. out there, bro. man in history was a fuck, was from Black Western Africa. Come on. Buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. Black community, wake up, wake up. Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Before we go, you know you got the flat, the countries behind you. Yeah, so. What, um, was that, what was that fact you told me about how they changed, this, they changed the scaling? Me? They shrunk, shrunk Africa. I didn't say that. Maybe Rizzy. I swear it was you. No, I didn't know about that. That's, see, that's me I, learning today. I didn't say it, but I know what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. yeah, they shrunk Africa. Africa's bigger than that. They made Russia and America look bigger than Africa. But Africa's actually bigger than America. It has to be. And I think someone said it was Christians that done it because they wanted the Christian countries to look bigger, bigger than they are. Can you imagine that? I can imagine that. This is what Dude, I was going to say. You're the one that told me this information, you know? Me? I think it was you. You explained to us the other day. Might have been. I don't remember that. I don't really... But I just know that they've got a lot of tricks that they've put in our books, in what we learn, and it's just waking up to know that, hmm, hmm, you're not as good as you go on like you are. You The, the, the history is always written by the winner. So let's... Yeah. Let's see what's really going on in this world. What really happened? Like I said, you don't forget. Yeah. 20, over 100 million people destroyed, taken out of their land and killed. 
Never forget that, bro. 120. And this is my the one that gets to me. Like Riz said, we all see these facts and we just we just act like we don't see them. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't get that at all. Uh, no one could be at work and tell me, oh, I must I'm not gonna lie, I'm being honest. I don't know why they're taking an statue. That's a bit too far. I'll say shut up. You 120 million people. What are you talking about? You don't want Genghis Khan statue. Mm-hmm. So how do you have your statues of these people? <laughs> how do you have you know, it's funny, it's, you know what's crazy? It's like, if there was a statue of Hitler in Germany, people will spaz out. If there was a statue, let's forget forget Hitler, if there was a statue of a notorious general that contributed to the Nazi regime, they will spaz out. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. That's, I don't, that's what I don't even understand about the whole American Confederate flag. Those were the traitors. Why do they still have those flags? They lost the war. <laughs> the South lost. Like, why? Why do you still say you know that? I mean? Like, you know what's crazy? I never knew the amount of slave owners have statues in London it or in the UK. I didn't. I didn't know that either. So when I saw that Bristol thing, when I saw that Bristol thing, I said, so you people, you people have known for this amount of time and you look, were only debating it. Whether it should be taken down or not, I said, Yo, Mark, the one in Canary Wolf. Like, I didn't know that one. Canary Wolf. Wolf. Yes. What? Wait, what? Who is it? So, don't speak up. You're going to work and you can see a slave owner just stare. It's mental. <laughs> Celebrated, immortalized, blood money. And people are saying, Why are you bringing it down? It is mad. The world is, I don't know. Like you said, we can't cover this because, and, and this is a range coming. We got to chill. Well, cool down, cool down. You know what's funny, yeah? I clocked in this one. In this episode, I've spoken a lot because, like Spree said, the rage is in us. When I speak about it, it's like, I'm not usually an emotional person. I'm easy to just... Comp- comp- what's that word? Compartmentalise. Yeah. But th- when stuff like this, year, it really triggers, man. Like, it irritates me on another level where I just... You know what I'm saying? Like... That's how you know, like, you say that, you say that DNA team. I think, yeah, and this is for me, I can't believe they have the audacity to actually not even try and hide that shameful past. You know, they did the poll, 55% of, the, of England still believe that the empire of Britain was the, you know, it's the greatest achievement they've ever had. Whoa. They love it. And for you to just, like, you know that that was fucked. And you to just be like, ah, and, no, and no, 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 but Spree, Spree, they don't know that it was fucked. They don't know that it was as equal to Nazi that's Germany. They don't, they don't know that. They just know Great Britain. That's who they know. Great Britain. You get it? Uh, cool. So before we end this episode, because I think we'll go on for another hour or two if we keep... <laughs> just going around, what would you man be happy to see at the end of the year? Whether it's a small change or big change, what would you man be happy to see at the end of the year? Rizzy? Everybody holding the media accountable. I like that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. The misinformation, just being triggered. Like just everyone having a mutual understanding that the media play a big part in all of this. They purposely write things to trigger you. Do you get what I mean? Like, for example, the you know the woman I got spat on. Mm. that has all been put out there with intent to trigger the black community mm. that's it that's what that's what I dream for by the end of the year man wow cool Spree um, I pray that 
I hope that at the end of the year, we really have a community where you can easily, easily access black owned businesses and black owned products. Um, um, we start really buying with each other and proper, no more, oh, I'm going to buy Gucci after Gucci's putting gollywogs out and buying all this. We stop getting rid of that like, and, and you know, get rid of the word nigger even. All these kind of things, we're getting rid of that if we slowly start building ourselves I'm up. I'm plugging. Yes. I slowly unplug. Unplug. unplug and yeah. For us. Then I'll be um, so happy. Melly, I'll let you go last because my answer is exactly the same as Breeze. If at the end of the year I could see that the community doesn't have to be perfect, but as long as I could see a growing community where we're really keeping the energy that we've had for the last few weeks to the end of the year, and you can see, like you said, black businesses getting put out, people spending about the black community, even just going and seeing a black brother shaking his hand or keeping the energy, that would be beautiful to me. I think what we should aim to do is treat like the LGBTQ community in the sense that everything is Black Lives Matter. Everything is blackfist. Yeah. Hashtag BLM. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything black. I don't care yeah. if you think too much. Do it. Yeah. If yeah. you keep that energy there, it will. The message won't die. We even do a parade every year, annual parade. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, parade. Goddamn, bro. Rule two. Rule two. Tim host it. Big good man. You get host it. <laughs> <laughs> black Lives Matter parade in the UK, bro. Amen, amen. Capital. That's why capital needs to come our way so we can do these things, man. (laughs) What about you, Millie? For me, I hope that the way the Me Too movement shook the world, changed the corporate landscape, changed the entrepreneurial landscape, changed the media landscape, I I could own, even if it's half, even the half, Especially the corporate as well. Wait, what? Because, especially, especially the, the you know what? Because I'm telling you right now, what me too, what the Me Too movement done here for gender diversity is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's not enough just yet, but I'm telling you, <laughs> the influence. If we can just get half of that, hundred. People were shaking. They were talking to. Shaking. I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not being. Um. Um. Uh, uh, I'm not being so <laughs> it, 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 changed, it changed the whole psyche of the Western world. Everything. That's how mad it is, you know. Uh, can I say? But one you know, but, but the only way that could become a real thing, you know how? Because in the Me Too movement, people are held accountable, mm. and the only yeah. way. This can be happen is if people are held accountable. A hundred. Oh, if people are not held accountable, no one will fear. The reason why corporations have changed is because people have lost their livelihood because of the Me Too movement. Hundred. You understand? Hundred. So we can keep tearing down statues, but you know what really happens? We hit the pockets. We hit the pockets. That's when it will really change, and that's why going back to Richard's point, I am all for black. Economy, um, economy being empowered by ourselves first and foremost, because we consume more than most my, yes. minorities. More yes, than man. most minorities, they call us a minority, but the money we put into the economy is not a minute amount. Hey, hey, that's what I'm telling you. Hey. People. I see you. They will call Big us point. a minority, but the money we put into the economy is not a minute amount. Ooh. So let's start thinking like that. 
Why let's start knowing our power? Man, because right man, now, now I see what, what I will say Matthews is Tupac, bro. What, uh, <laughs> what I will say, what, what I will say, what I will say about the black community, the British black um, community, or the American, but British especially, we are a sleeping giant. Mm. We just don't. We have power, but we don't know how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope, regardless of allies, etc., that we believe as a people, as a people, because it breaks my heart that as a people we are divided. And it's not just about we about hatred. No, just about politics, about uh, what we believe. We're so quick to pick at each other. We will talk more. I wanted to talk about this in this episode, but in another episode. Even in, in, in our gender, how sexist we are against each other, about the internal strife within each other. A lot of, a lot of it is self-love and self-healing that we need to discuss. Mm. And from there, we could talk about the, the economy, but that's me, the Me Too movement. That is a prime example of how we, as a people, can make mainstream changes. Mm-hmm. 100. Can I just say as well, just to that point as well, Rizzy, this goes back to what you were saying. That's why it's so important to have a side hustle. Please, my people, build something small. Even if you want to sell oranges, let me buy oranges from you. I don't want to have to always yeah. sell stuff. Just build a little business, even if it's tiny. Just little. Yeah. Can you see my face? And let me give it You know, you know, you know, cards. You know birthday cards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I found one black-owned um, seller on eBay that sells black cards so the people on the cards are black it's got mm. black messages stuff like that like yes. setting yes. up an ebay page just to set, sell um black business cards that's, it. Oh, that's nice so important entrepreneurship so important people think oh, i don't want to work i want to just do my nine to five i want to do something tiny on the side that people can go to you for let me open up the calls please huh? i'm off i'm going to piggyback off some of what you both said mm. um I'm all for black businesses, but mm. let me tell everyone this now. Just because you're a black business doesn't mean we should come to you. Yeah. Aim to, success, yeah. Aim to excel. <laughs> because if you just put our business and say, oh, I'm black, come to me, and you're going to do shabby work <laughs> or bullshit. Please, provide value. Up. You're actually doing us far. Provide value. Provide value. Okay, provide value for quality. Yeah. Don't provide just value. say, I'm black, so come. Yeah. So, <laughs> say, black, come on, black, come. Do you think the Churchill statue should come down? That one you might have to leave for the next episode. I need to do loading of questions. Oh uh, yeah, I need, I need to, I need to because my my my, my man played an integral part in Bring not giving down, up man. against the Nazis. Mm. Ah, I don't know, man. He played a part. He caught. He, he he. You know, he. I believe Winston Churchill was a necessary evil. Yeah, you know, like that. Yes. He was a necessary I'm evil. Like, I'm fifty-fifty because I'm like. End of the day, like I was saying before, it's their country. Mm. End of the day, he was a war hero. It's, it's their day, country. Remember that always. Yeah, remember he's done bits. He's a war hero. He beat, like, you know what I'm saying? Three times prime minister. You know what I'm saying? So 
even though he has evil to him, the good, in quotation marks, he's done for this country, I understand why he's someone they wouldn't want to bring down. Now, yeah, if he yeah, was yeah. a slave, a bait slave, trade and owner, that's a bit different. Mm. But if you deep it, every hero, every leader has some dirt. Mm, Even if you yeah. look at someone like um, Martin Luther King, it's something on a much lower scale. Yeah, than um, yeah like everyone used even, to say, even, that, even, yeah. Gandhi. He was, um, he, I think in, everywhere. In, 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 in Ghana, in Ghana, they took down the Gandhi. Was it Ghana? Oh, One Gandhi. of these countries that they took, <laughs> they took, they took off the, they took the Gandhi statue down because it, regardless of what he believed in, he also believed <laughs> that black people were were subspecies in terms oh, of. Fucking fool, bro. I'm just telling you, he's great like this as well. <laughs> oh yeah and, and my last point forget that we can talk about it probably later I hate I'll say it on Twitter I hate the term BAME B-A-M-E I hate not it. why that term is so insulting it's basically mm. saying all the minorities have oh, a well song like let's put them together it doesn't matter the same let's throw them in one pot <laughs> what uh, what you what are you mad saying Bemzik yeah Bemzik yeah exit from Bem yeah you know what it is? I feel like BAME <laughs> you have this but it shouldn't be the main thing because we have we have risk issues we have risk plans but it's different don't just throw it to one pot and say oh, all of you minorities are having one issue now when they say we should even, now if it's deep bit, they'll say we're making changes for BAME well yeah that's great mm. I want change for black <laughs> that's what I'm looking for but, right? but, but, but you know what it is yeah do you know who applied that name it's not the people within it it's the same people that applied LGBTQ yeah, yeah. The the lesbian and the gay did not say let's combine. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say to you people. You have to understand these names yeah. are given. Given. Well, they're not taken. We must leave. We must leave. leave be aim. I don't care. But Ed, but Ed, Ed, what I'll tell Ed, what I'll, t- <laughs> what I'll tell you is there's power in numbers, my guy. Yeah. There's power in numbers. But this also can be a it can be a double edged sword. Yeah. Yep. Of course. There's power in numbers. But then when we have our own plight, throw it all together. Bro, right now, we're talking about Black um, Black Lives Matter. We're not talking about Bane Lives Matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, stop it, it's sword, isn't it? But yeah, man. Yeah. You might have missed you, man, still. Yeah, same, man. We'll be back soon again next week, yeah? Next yeah, week. or next week. Next week. Yeah, well, bro, see you guys same time team, next yeah? week. Weekly team, yeah? You get back, yeah? <laughs> get, you get. Yeah, so, bro, yeah. so how, how do we exit again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Rizzy, it's Rizzy can start off because Rizzy always fucks it up. No, Rizzy, it's Rizzy's thing. No, it's, it's not me, man. Not yeah. Rizzy's thing. Oh, yeah, Rizzy's intro. Rizzy's exactly. exit. Exactly. You even forgot. <laughs> no, Rizzy, 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 has that, Rizzy has that been on that episode for so long, he's forgotten. Let's say it. Let's say it. Look at that. Thank you very much for listening to You Get Podcast. Hey! Lockdown. Get me. This guy went crazy. Let me do it. Let me do it. Thank you for listening to You Get Podcast. They need to take back the grunt. They need to take back the grunt. They don't know you. They don't know you. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at You Get Podcast and signing out, Ed. Yeah. Rizzy. Spree.
We didn't hear you, bro. You didn't hear you, bro? Hey, O'Malley. O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, see you next week, Glads. Buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin. Ponzi scheme. I'm glad you man up. I'm glad you man up. You're lawless. You're lawless. <laughs>